the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today we, in the Gospel, we heard about two men. And both men in today's Gospel had something in common. Both of them had to overcome a crowd in order to reach Jesus. So first we look at the blind man in today's Gospel. The crowds prevented this blind man from reaching Jesus. They got in his way, and we see this in today's Gospel. We hear it. Says the people walking in front of Jesus rebuked the blind man, telling him to be silent. They were a type of crowd around him saying, Be quiet. They prevented him, this crowd, from reaching Jesus. Then we hear about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, also the crowds prevented Zacchaeus from reaching Jesus. Again, we're told in the Gospel now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not see him because of the crowd. Get another type of crowd stopping Zacchaeus from reaching Jesus. And brothers and sisters, all of us, myself included, we too have crowds in our lives that are preventing us from reaching Jesus. There is this thing that surrounds us. I should say things that surround us, these type of crowds, whether we know it or not, that prevent us from getting to God, from reaching the Lord. Today I want to talk about two exterior crowds, the crowds around us, which prevent us from reaching Jesus. And then there's two interior crowds, these crowds from within, which prevent us from reaching Jesus. Let's first talk about the exterior crowds. First, exterior crowd number one that could prevent me and you from reaching Jesus, the people that I spend my time with. These type of people, right? The time of type of people are those that I spend my time with, are those people who prevent me from reaching Jesus when I hang out with them. Is it a time of sin? Is it a time of gossip? Is it a time of non-holy things taking place, conversations? Brothers and sisters, whether we know it or not, this is an exterior crowd which is preventing us from reaching our ultimate destination, heaven. There, is people, there are people in our lives, we've been friends with them for years and years, and we can't even imagine or fathom the idea of not being friends with them anymore. We grew up with these people. We live next door to these people. But if they are a type of crowd which are preventing me from reaching Jesus... We have a problem on our hands, a big problem on our hands. If my friends that I hang out with, spend my time with, don't correct me or challenge me and say, hey, I, I love you and I care about you and I'm not judging you, but yesterday you did this and that's not Christian, it's not what we believe in. If our friends, if we're not surrounding ourselves by people who really care about me, who want me to get to heaven, who are not challenging me to be better, this is an exterior crowd which is preventing me, like the crowds in today's gospel, from reaching Christ, from reaching God. Also, we have to ask ourselves, do I spend more time with my friends, hanging out with them, texting them, reaching out to them, talking to them, FaceTiming them, than I do with Jesus? If so, my friends, although they can be very good, maybe not like the first group I was talking about, which prevent us in a sinful way, I can have very good friends. If they're not encouraging me, and I'm spending more time with other type of friends, even though they're good, hey, did you go to Mass on Sunday? Have you prayed in a while? Have you been to the Adoration Chapel? Have you talked to God at all today? If we are so, uh, if we're so much with our friends, more than we are with God, and I don't say that it has to be hour for hour, but we need to consider that. Because our friends, the people we love, or the people who cause us to sin, 
If they're getting in the way of their type of crowd, always taking up our time, not challenging us to be better, they are an exterior crowd, which are preventing us from reaching Jesus. So how do I push through this type of crowd, this first crowd? How do I get through it in order for me to be able to reach God? How do I push through it in order to be able to receive Jesus here on earth so I can see him in heaven in my final destination? First, we should pray for a holy friend. If I've never prayed for holy friends, it's kind of a problem. God has a desire to give us good friends. He has a deep desire to give us other apostles to walk with us in this world. If I'm not bothering to pray for holy friends, kind of means like, I'm okay with where I'm at. I like my friends. Yes, they don't challenge me. Sure, we sin. Sure, we gossip. Sure, we go to places we shouldn't go. But I'm good. That's not good. Besides praying for holy friends, I should pray for the courage to say no when I'm invited around people or a group of friends that I'm always out with who I know this is just not going to be good. This is just going to be very bad. I know where this is going to lead me, to drunkenness. It's going to lead me to a alasas, a gentleman's club, if you want to call it. God forbid if we would even call it such a thing. There's nothing gentleman about that. So my point is, is that we should pray for the courage to say, I'm really afraid right now, I'm really scared to say no to this group of people. They're going to judge me, they're going to think I'm holier than them, blah, blah, blah. God, give me the courage to be able to say no. Also, the final thing we can do is surround ourselves or pray that God will give us people who love Jesus and help us get to heaven. Again, just praying for really good friends. Second exterior crowd that can prevent us from reaching Jesus besides, number one, people we spend our time with. Number two is another exterior crowd is social media and gaming. We are ours endlessly, and social media in itself is not a bad thing. Gaming is not a bad thing. I might need that a little bit to be able to, you know, just get out of myself, have some recreation time. These are not bad things. But social media becomes a crowd to reaching Jesus because it absorbs, if it starts absorbing a lot of my time. This could be a crowd. I should be praying. I should be visiting the Adoration Chapel. I should be cultivating my relationship with God. I can go to a daily Mass if I went to sleep earlier and woke up rather than being on social media, woke up the next morning to get in one more Mass during the week. Why? I want to reach Jesus. Social media is an exterior crowd absorbing our time. Gaming, endless hours of scrolling, TikTok, Instagram, in themselves are not bad. But they become bad when they're crowding us. We can't pray. I have no energy. I have spent, I've been up too late. Endless scrolling rather than picking up my Bible, reaching God, cultivating that relationship, is a crowd preventing me from reaching Jesus. How do we escape this crowd of social media and gaming? Brothers and sisters, we need limits. We all have limits. We should be able to say, I'm going to go on social media because I need a break. I've been studying all day, 30 minutes. But I will also make sure I head to the Adoration Chapel for 30 minutes at some point today. Right, so we can do these things. They're not bad in themselves. Or I need to play a game right now. I just need to something mindless to get my mind off of all the things going on. I'm a little stressed out. Sure, fine, not a bad thing. But it does become a bad thing when it's pushing us as a crowd from reaching Jesus. Two interior crowds that prevent us from reaching Jesus. Let's talk about these interior crowds. We talked about exterior crowds. Interior crowd, number one, that could prevent me from reaching Jesus is self-criticism. Think about that for a second. There's a difference between criticizing myself in a healthy way. It's not a bad thing. But there's also self-criticism in a very negative way. That interior voice where I'm constantly criticizing myself. Self-criticism in a negative way, that inner voice, that inner crowd that prevents me from reaching Jesus, 
because it's a negative voice that nags me day in and day out about what I could have done better, remind me of my flaws, and runs a catalog of my failures. If I'm constantly in here self-criticizing, you should have done this, you should have done that, you should have done this, that's an interior crowd that prevents me from getting out of myself and reaching Jesus. I'm so much in here, in myself. God's saying, don't do that. Sure, criticize yourself in the right way, but not in the way that's constantly, I should have worn this, I should have worn that, I should have said this, why don't I say this, I should have defended myself here. This internal crowd gives us so much blockage in here that we are not able to go to God. We're not able to reach Jesus. If we think about just the blind man, right? The blind man, I, 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 it didn't say it in the scripture verses, but I wonder this blind man, what type of interior crowd of self-criticism did he deal with day in and day out? Somebody had to beg all the time. I wonder if he just would have said, like, I'm such a burden, always begging. How many of us think, I'm such a burden? What about if he said, you have such a meaningless life, people pity you. If he just kept saying that over and over again, that self-criticism, negative self-criticism. Or Zacchaeus, right? He could have been interior, he could have been in his interior life, his self-criticism, it could have been something like, you're so short, you must prove yourself by being successfully financially. This interior criticism, it's not good. Picking at our height, our body, how much money I make, who I married, who my children are, this is not good. This is an interior crowd. It's crowding in on me on a daily basis. I can't even function. I can't even think. I'm so stressed out. Because I'm constantly in my head. I criticize myself all day in a negative way. Right? This, as Zacchaeus could have said, you're, you're, you, you are such a thief. You stole from people. Nobody will ever trust you again, including God. How is that helpful? How is that positive? And how do we escape this crowd of self-criticism to reach Jesus? Don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to a three-year-old. You would never go up to a three-year-old and say, you're a loser, you're stupid, you're ugly, and nobody loves you. And if you do, you got issues. Let's talk after Mass. We'll do some deliverance prayers. Nobody would say that. But why are we okay with saying the things that we say, constantly criticizing ourselves, this interior crowd to rob us of our joy and peace with Jesus? Never allow ourselves to say things to ourselves that we wouldn't say to a three-year-old. Also, let us speak to ourselves how we would speak to a friend. A friend comes up to you and says, hey, I really messed up over here. What advice would you give that person? Again, if you went ham, if you went wrong on that person and you were using the wrong words, then that is not a good friend. You would be gentle. Say, hey, I think you could have done this a little bit better. You could have planned a little bit differently. You're a little bit lazy with your exams. You can work harder next time. That's a good friend. So we should be saying the same things to ourselves. Final thing, interior crowd number two, which prevents us from reaching Jesus, my past. Whether my past was two hours ago, and I'm holding on to something that I can't believe I did or said, or my past was two, 20 years ago, this interior crowd that I cannot just let go of the past, I cannot believe I fell this way again, or I cannot believe I made this decision, is an interior crowd which prevents me from reaching Jesus. The shame, guilt, and embarrassment that I'm hanging on to, or this hatred and unforgiveness from something that happened, very real, hurt a lot, yes. But holding on to it year after year, not helpful. It's an interior crowd which suffocates me and hurts me from reaching Jesus. That's exactly what happens. 
Oftentimes our past, which isn't, is, never, is not always squeaky clean, can prevent us from reaching Jesus. Our past prevents us from reaching Jesus because, again, we're scandalized by our behavior or we're scandalized by somebody else's behavior towards us. And we're holding on to it. Just this crowd, interior crowd, what just hurts me and never helps me. How do we escape this final crowd, my past, in order to reach Jesus? Is if I'm struggling with forgiving myself for stuff I've done in the past I can't take back an hour ago or 10 years ago, I better get really comfortable with the Bible because the Bible is a whole story about a man who died for sinners who are weak and he's not scandalized by our behavior. So why are we so scandalized? Yes, we should be sorry and we should try to never do it again. But why are we so scandalized? Why are we holding on to things from years ago? So let us be familiar with our Bible. Let us know how this Jesus died for the sins we're holding on to from the past. But also, I also say for people who are struggling with their past and they're so discouraged by their past and they cannot believe their past was the way that it was. I think there's a really good book out there besides the Bible. And it's called Saints for Sinners. It's all about these saints. You look at their lives, they should have never become saints. They're the biggest sinners. So next time devil wants to tell you, you are no good. You are trash. You're a hypocrite. You preach this one day, then you go and do this the next day. Let us read the Bible. Let us read saints who are today saints, who are great sinners. The quote is, every saint had a past, every sinner has a future. We all have a past, but that shouldn't paralyze us and be a crowd from us reaching to Jesus for his love and mercy so we can be better and be saved. So the two men in today's gospel had something in common. Both of them had to overcome crowds to reach Jesus. We too have crowds that prevent us from reach, reaching Christ. Exterior crowds such as friends and social media, gaming, and interior crowds such as self-criticism and living in the past. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? What will he find in my soul? Will Jesus find a soul that is filled with so many crowds that there will not be any room for him when he comes into your soul today? Or will Jesus find a soul that has identified the crowds which try to enter our lives and has the courage to try to fight them daily and has an escape strategy each time they come knocking on our door so we can reach Jesus daily? So brothers and sisters, we just sit here for a minute and let us remove the crowds so we too can receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist. He can enter into our hearts and help us to receive him the way that he wants us to receive him, uncrowded. Amen? Amen. Amen.